Welcome to Your Voting Guide by the League of Women Voters. This is Vivian Hart, and I will be your host on behalf of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. We are a nonpartisan organization, and we encourage citizens to be informed about and active in our government. We do not support or oppose any political party or candidate. Our goal with this program is to present unbiased information about candidates, the issues, and our voting process relating to the upcoming general election on November 3rd. We're delighted today to have two guests, Benny White, Republican running for Pima County Recorder, and Gabriela Caceres-Kelly, who's the Democrat running for Pima County Recorder. The Pima County Recorder is responsible for recording real estate and other public records so the public can access these records and government information as needed for personal or business purposes. The office also oversees voting in Pima County, including processing voter registration forms, mailing military and overseas ballots, mailing early voting ballots within Pima County, verifying signatures on early ballots, and providing early voting sites before Election Day and polling locations on Election Day. Benny White, the first question I want to ask you is, why are you uniquely qualified to be our Pima County Recorder? Well, to begin, I have 12 years of experience in every aspect of voter registration and election administration ranging from continually monitoring of voter registration, writing requirements and specifications for election management systems, to formation of the election ballot, testing of the election machines and software, reporting of mail ballot activity, verification of voter signatures, processing of mail ballots, duplication of ballots, counting of ballots, verifying and challenging petition signatures, recounting elections and auditing, election administrations of both the elections department and the recorder's office. In addition to that activity, I've been involved for eight years in revision of the elections procedures manual, working with various secretaries of state and county recorders from all over the state. In all of that work, I have used my law degree and knowledge of the federal and state laws, regulations, and procedures to make sure voter registration, elections, and all of the recording responsibilities are conducted fairly, legally, and in a completely nonpartisan fashion. What methods would you implement in the recorder's office so people have more confidence that their ballot has been received and counted? I want to take advantage of more public service announcements and media interviews regarding what is happening in the recorder's office with regard to both voter registration and mail voting. In addition, I want to make sure the website design is user-friendly and easy to find information about voter status, ballot status, and where the ballot is in, during the process. So as you know, 80% of Arizona voters approximately use mail-in ballots to vote. Do you believe there is a high level of fraud with mail-in ballots? And if so, what are your suggestions to reduce or eliminate this? To begin with, no, I don't believe there is a high level of fraud. However, the mail ballot system in Arizona is heavily reliant on the post office getting the ballot to the person it is addressed to. 
a secure mail system, and verification of the voter signature when the ballot is returned. I continually hear stories about ballots being taken out of mailboxes, ballots being thrown away, voters being intimidated or giving their ballots to others to be filled out, or assisting them in voting their ballots. There are two things I want to do to improve our mail voting system. I want to inform voters how important it is for them to keep their voter registration address updated and let us know when they move or when a family member dies. We have too many mail ballots delivered to addresses where the voter has moved but not informed the post office of their move or where a family member has died. These ballots remain vulnerable to fraud and forgery. I want to investigate modern, automatic verification of the voters' signatures. These systems are used by large banks and the Department of Defense and are becoming increasingly reliable and are already much more accurate, consistent, and auditable than the human verification. Do you support going to an all-mail-in ballot system like Colorado and Oregon have? And that would be for Pima County, of course. Why or why not? No. 20 to 25 percent of the voters in the state and in Pima County have chosen not to use mail voting for a variety of reasons. Some of these voters don't have secure mail they can depend on to either get their mail on time or to send mail without someone else tampering with it. Others want to vote on election day for a variety of reasons. These voters have to be accommodated as well as those who vote by mail. In addition, Mailing a ballot out to every registered voter will be a huge waste of precious taxpayer resources. Each mail ballot costs between $3 and $4 to mail, return, and process. We don't know where everyone lives. Many of them don't have postal addresses. If we send a ballot to someone who doesn't want to vote by mail, they will probably just throw it away and vote a provisional ballot at an early voting site or on election day. That simply exacerbates the problem we currently have with too many provisional ballots being cast and the resultant delay in being able to announce the final results. In addition to these problems, this compounds the opportunities for fraud and forgery discussed previously. There will always be voters who cannot or won't vote by mail. We will always have to provide opportunities for voters to vote in person. So another question is, how will you reach out to rural and tribal communities in Pima County to increase voter participation? These are actually two different communities. I fully respect both the Pascoyaki and the Tohono O'odham nations as sovereign nations with their own constitutions, their own governments, their own election officials, their own cultures, and their own unique challenges. I will actively work with the tribal officials to clearly identify any problems they may be having with their communities with regard to voter registration, early voting, voting by mail, or voting on election day. An additional consideration with tribal communities is the fact that they often conduct tribal elections at the same time as our state and local elections. These are occasions for social interactions by the community members. It is my opinion that it is not appropriate for the Pima County government officials to intrude on these occasions without an invitation from the tribal leadership. We have numerous rural communities that are not part of the tribal communities. These communities involve ranchers, farmers, and independent individuals who choose to live in rural areas for a variety of reasons. Most of these citizens who vote choose to vote by mail. They are able to receive mail and then return it 
through either their personal mailboxes, post offices, early voting centers, or dropping the ballot off on election day. Locations of polling places, early voting centers, and voter registration activities by the recorder's office always involve consideration of budgetary constraint. For example, how can the office best serve the needs of the entire community with the available resources? In situations where the population is very sparse, already voting by mail, it doesn't make a lot of sense to expend a lot of resources locating an early voting site or a polling place where only a few citizens will actually use it. The citizens in these rural communities are independent and resourceful. They know how to get things done without a lot of involvement or interference from the government. How would you suggest improving our election laws and procedures? The first thing I would like the legislature to address is to clarify whether or not the Secretary of State has the constitutional or statutory authority to affect changes in our election laws through consent agreements with plaintiffs in federal court without any involvement at all from the legislature. The next thing I'd like to see changed are the procedures we use for recounts of elections. Right now, the statutes are insufficient with regard to ballots that have been duplicated. These ballots are never reviewed to ensure the duplication was done correctly. This problem is exacerbated with the advent of electronic adjudication of ballots, where everything is done in a completely obscure process, and there is nothing but an electronic record to show how the votes on a cast ballot were changed or interpreted. In addition, there needs to be significant work done in Title 19 to clarify the procedures to be followed by both the Secretary of State and the county recorders with respect to verification of the number of qualified signatures on the petitions and compliance by the circulators. What is Title 19? That's our uh, referendum and initiative section of our of revised statutes. Oh, I see. Okay. So I've been asking you a lot of questions about elections. The other part of the responsibility of the recorder's office has to do with uh, recording real estate and other documents. So I'd like to ask you one last question. What technology could the recorder's office use that it's currently not using to record real estate and other documents? One item that is of particular concern to me is the publication of digital images of property records on the internet that are currently very vulnerable to forgery and used to steal title of property from actual owners. I want to investigate development of an authenticating authority that would implement a digital electronic signature or record on each image that could not be changed or modified and would be accepted as proof of the authenticity of property records and other recorded documents. There is a suggestion in the community that blockchain technology might be adaptable to this requirement, but there are other opinions that other technologies need to be developed that are more secure and usable across jurisdictional boundaries. We have a wealth of uh, information here in our community, both at the university and in our surrounding communities of people that are expert in this area, and I would like to work with them to see what we can do to, to eliminate the possibility of forgery uh, of these property documents. What is blockchain technology? Well, that's currently a technology that's used for the transfer of uh, cryptocurrency, the bitcoins and other cryptocurrency methods. Uh, the problem with that is any two people can enter into a blockchain agreement and create a blockchain record. 
uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be an authenticating authority. So two uh, forgers could get together and create that uh, record that supposedly is the factual record. In addition to that, there's no central storage network for these blockchain records. They're, they're numerous. And so you could have a supposedly authentic record recorded in one network and a different one in a different network that had different information on them. And there's no way to sort out uh, which one's the real one. So that's why we, we're going to have to think through this problem just a little bit. We haven't had any instances of this in Pima County that I'm aware of, but we have had, I believe, two instances in Maricopa County, and it's been uh, reported in other states as well. There's companies online now selling insurance to people uh, to uh, provide for their legal expenses when this happens to them. And I, I would prefer that people not have to go through that legal hassle in the first place. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Benny White, the Republican candidate for Pima County Recorder. Our next guest is Gabriela Casares Kelly. I would like to begin by asking you why you are uniquely qualified to be our Pima County Recorder. I first began my interest in this office simply by registering voters out in the community. Um, and I think that my in-person experiences registering voters out in the field um, has given me a lot of perspective into the needs of this office. Um, I do have the education um, and the experience that I have um, is rooted in community organizing and community work, making sure that people are able to understand information that is coming to them um, I am an educator, and above all, I seek to educate community um, as much as possible. What methods would you implement in the recorder's office so people have more confidence that their ballot has been received and counted? One of the exciting things I'd like to do um, is to follow in the footsteps of Maricopa County, which provides a text message and email alert system um, so that Voters, not only do they get a text message or email when we send out their ballot, but once they've completed it and their ballot has been counted, then they receive a text message that tells them, yes, and confirms, yes, your vote counted. Making sure that we are providing that type of information is really important. So about 80, 75, 80% of Arizona voters use mail-in ballots to vote. I know I do. Every single time I vote by mail. Do you believe there is a high level of fraud with mail-in ballots? And if so, what are your suggestions to reduce or eliminate this? No, I don't believe there's a high level of fraud. There's very few instances where issues have come up I think this is a talking point that um, maybe the far right is really pushing, um, but no, it is it is a, a safe and secure uh, method of voting. And here in Pima County, we've been doing it for about 20 years. And actually it's really split between um, both parties that, that are utilizing this service. Um, it makes it easier, faster, and more accessible for people to participate in the voting process. And so what we need to make sure that people are aware of submitting it in time, um, making sure that they understand the process is really important. 
but no, there is no large indications that there is fraudulent behavior. Having to do with mail-in ballots, do you support going to an all-mail-in ballot system like the states of Colorado and Oregon have, and why or why not? I support the expansion of vote-by-mail. However, I think it's very important that we still maintain in-person polling locations. Uh, There's a number of reasons for that. Number one, language protections and accessibility issues. There may be someone who needs assistance with their ballot who would not be able to have that assistance otherwise. And also, people should be able to vote in person if they choose to. When we are talking about permanent addresses and that type of situation, low-income working people, maybe houseless people, they're going to struggle the most with the mail ballot uh, situation if they're moving a lot or uh, if they don't have a permanent address to um, receive mail at. And so for those reasons, we need to make sure that we continue to have those polling locations for the community members who most need them. How will you reach out to rural and tribal communities in Pima County to increase voter participation? That's something that we're already working on, um, especially through my campaign. I am a member of the Thonotham Nation and, um, of course, have been reaching out and presenting to um, many different um, organizations throughout the nation. I've also reached out to the Pasquayaki Nation and have been doing outreach. Um, I actually have someone dedicated on my campaign simply to reaching out to Uh, the rural communities because they are facing slightly different issues than we than we see here in in town and a slightly different mentality and so making sure that we are providing opportunities for connection and listening um, ideally in a non-covid time we would be visiting uh, these rural locations that's very important to me however we're having to find these connections electronically, (laughs) over the phone, um, attending meetings or following Facebook groups or whatever it is that we need to do, and presenting or or attending their meetings. That's what we've been doing um, a lot of. What are the issues in the rural communities that are different from the city of Tucson? One of the biggest things that I think many rural communities are struggling with right now is internet infrastructure. And so We are, I think, in the urban areas, we're a lot more accustomed to having access to internet um, and a reliable uh, internet, whereas in rural locations, not only are, you know, they sometimes facing internet outages, they might face uh, electricity outages. Um, And so there are different barriers like that. As far as in regards to voting, the number of locations or areas where one could pick up a voter registration form or um, ask somebody where this information can be housed, the number of libraries in a community or the number of post offices. Those are very, very different. Here in the urban areas, we have a plethora of opportunities to access internet, to access uh, different locations. We also have the transportation system where one could do that. Somebody can hop on a bus and get to a library or get to the post office, Um, whereas in rural communities, those types of 
transportation are not as readily available. How would you suggest improving our election laws and procedures? As far as procedures, um, here in Pima County, I just want to clarify that on election day, election day is overseen by the elections department. So the recorder's office would only oversee voter registration and early voting. And I think one of the most important things um, we have to do as an office is to make sure that we are conveying the requirements to our constituents. And so making sure that we are having a robust communications plan is essential. Um, right now, I think, especially in this time of COVID, where so many people are hearing misinformation, even the president has been putting out misinformation where community members are concerned and scared about this, but they don't know where to go seeking that information and reputable sources within the community. And so making sure that we have that information and the resources of who can you go to if you have this problem? For people who are in the know, people uh, like us who volunteer in the community and we're very aware of the resources, we know who to go to. But for the average person who is working day to day, um, who is not paying attention to this as much, they are not going to, to know this information. So we really need to increase our communications and the process. And so um, one thing that I hope to see in Pima County is that we start moving towards voting centers um, where people have multiple opportunities to vote. Um, one thing that happens often is people show up to a precinct and maybe their name is not on the list um, because it's all done by paper. And because their name is not on the list, we turn them away. We tell them, oh, you should go to this other place where you're definitely on the list. Well, as I brought up transportation before, if somebody came on the bus and now has to take another bus to get to their second location, that's going to be a barrier for that person. Um, so making sure that we are providing opportunities such as voting centers where someone can come in and vote despite um, maybe not being on on an arbitrary <laughs> on an arbitrary list, making sure that we are updating the technology to reflect that and make sure that we're accurately counting that person. That is something that's really within reach. We can absolutely uh, do that at this time. We have the technology, it exists. Let me ask you one more question. I've been asking you a lot about voting and election procedures. What I'd like to do is ask you now about the other part of the recorder's office, and it has to do with the documents that are recorded. What technology could the recorder's office use that it's not currently using to record real estate and other documents? Right now, there's a large number of different types of uh, technology that are really specific to um, to this field. Actually, I just sat on, in on a uh, recording summit that they had statewide. Um, majority of counties are really struggling with the need to all of a sudden have all of these services online before it used to just be a minor inconvenience um, and it takes a long time. But now with COVID, when you're trying to reduce 
your interactions with people and, and opportunities for exposure, that is really needed. So if you take a look at the recording side of, say, for example, just even our website, it'll tell you multiple different companies that we are partnering with that can provide the services that you need, but there's no additional explanation of the differences between them or why we're choosing to partner with some or not others. Um, and so people feel overwhelmed by that and the recorder's office is not able to give legal advice. And so I think often constituents feel very frustrated by that. Um, and so we really need to make sure that we're streamlining those types of communication uh, between the office and the constituent. Um, we are also not utilizing um, our databases in a way that people who are looking for opportunities, maybe if they're looking for an opportunity to buy or to sell uh, and they want to look up information, we're not listing it in a way that is practical for most buyers, which means properties can be sitting there unsold <laughs> uh, for for some time because there is not a uniform or uh, user-friendly way for this information to be searched. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've been speaking with Gabriela Casares kelly Thank you very much for listening. We hope that you have learned something new today about our candidates running for the Pima County Recorder. Benny White is a Republican and Gabriela Casares kelly is a Democrat. Tune in next week at the same time for another edition of Your Voting Guide by the League of Women Voters. You can learn more about the League at our website, lwvtucson.org. You've been listening to Your Voting Guide by the League of Women Voters on KXCI 91.3 FM. All episodes of this series are on kxei.org after they have been broadcast. This show is recorded and produced by Amanda Schauger. Until next time, this is Vivian Hart. Bye-bye. <laughs>